Good evening, everybody. So I just wanted to go ahead and dive into the book of Exodus today. Um, and that is a book that's back in those pages that aren't really that uh, used in your Bible. Um, for a lot of people, it tends to be that nice shiny part where the gold patina is still on the edge. Um, I want you to flip to that. And actually, I want you to flip to Exodus 35. I'm going to read my translation. Uh, and we're going to be going from um, 3520 all the way to 366. Um, and I'm going to skip a couple sections. But I want you to hear this key message. When the whole Israelite community left Moses' presence, all as their hearts moved them and their spirits prompted them, brought a contribution to the Lord for the work of the tent of meeting, for all of its services, and for all of its sacred vestments. Both the men and the women, all as their hearts had prompted them, brought brooches, earrings, rings, necklaces, and various other gold articles. Everyone who could presented an offering of gold to the Lord. Everyone who happened to have violet, purple, or scarlet yarn fine linen or goat hair, ram skins dyed red or tahash skins brought them. Whoever could make a contribution of silver or bronze offered it to the Lord, and everyone who happened to have acacia wood for any part of the work brought it. All the women who were expert spinners brought hand-spun violet, purple, and scarlet yarn with fine linen thread. All the women, as their hearts and skills moved them, spun goat hair. The tribal leaders brought onyx stones and other gems for mounting on the ephod and on the breastplate, as well as spices and oil for the light, anointing oil, and fragrant incense. Every Israelite man and woman brought to the Lord such voluntary offerings as they thought was best for the various kinds of work which the Lord through Moses had commanded to be done. Okay, now here's where we're going to skip. They received from Moses all the contributions which the Israelites had brought for the work to be done for the sanctuary service. So morning after morning, people continued to bring their voluntary offerings to Moses. Thereupon, all the artisans who were doing the work for the sanctuary came from the work each was doing and told Moses, The people are bringing much more than what is needed to carry out the work of which the Lord has commanded us to do. Moses, therefore, ordered a proclamation to be made throughout the camp. Let neither man nor woman make any more contributions for the sanctuary. So they stopped bringing their offerings. There was already enough at hand and more than enough to complete the work to be done. So I was reading this. It was completely unrelated to this entire segment. I was actually just trying to find... Um, more information about the Ark of the Covenant. And reading this, it brought something upon my heart that each person, each Israelite, gave as they were prompted by their hearts. Gave as they were prompted. We often hear um, when it comes to giving that we need to give our 10%. Um, we need to tithe our 10%. And 10% is a great and fantastic uh, role. It's a great good for us. But if we gave as we feel called, as we feel convicted, 
How would that change? And I'm not just talking financially. Financial support is fantastic. It's a great thing for the church as a whole. But if we gave of our love, if we gave of our time, if we gave of our energy as we are prompted by the Holy Spirit, how would that change our world? I know that for me, uh, recently I had a bunch of kid clothes just sitting in my garage. And it was really one of those moments where I was standing there and I was looking at all of these boxes upon boxes upon boxes of kid clothes. And I felt so overwhelmed because I realized I could have 20 kids and I would never ever use this many clothes. So what I discovered that I could do was contact some local churches, some local charities that actually gave this clothing away to those who were in need. And if I gave that clothing away, I was going to be following the rule of St. Benedict, which is if you have two coats, one of those coats is yours and the other coat belongs to your neighbor. So I have about a hundred onesies and I need maybe 10. So the other 90 belong to my community, belong to my neighbor. That is one of those ways that I was called personally to enact this, to be moved as my heart was moved by the Holy Spirit, to act upon it. And like I said, if we, if we honestly followed this, if we gave of who we are, if we gave of our time, our energy, our money, our resources, as we are called, how radically different does the world look? Another thing that I like to bring up is from a podcast called Catching Foxes. And in it, Gomer was reading a book about the World War II era and that these people who were in the Nazi party would brag about how much money they had given to the Nazi cause and lived on so little so that they gave so much to the cause. It might have been the Nazis. It might also have been the Russians. It was one of those sorts of environments. But imagine giving so much to the church and then bragging about how you lived on so little because you gave out of your abundance, because you believed in the cause of the church. I want you to sit with that for a second. Just imagine believing in anything so much that you would be willing to go without comforts. To go without a coffee. Yeah, that one's easy. To go without internet. To go without phone. To go without extra trips, fast food, sweets. To go without all of these things. And to give up all of your extra finances to the church. That's a lot. That's a lot to ask of anybody. And to give all that up for anything you believe in would be a lot. But I'm going to tell you right now that for me, of the voluntary offerings, I'm looking at my time. 
I'm looking at my focus. Because if what I'm putting my time and my focus into says where my heart is, then clearly my time and my focus are not on God. And they're not on my family. They're on my phone. They're on my social media. They're on the people that I am trying to impress. And I am not giving freely of that same time, effort, and energy to my family. I feel like some people, um, especially me, I, I need to hear that. We need to give more than enough. We need to give more than enough love. We need to give more than just enough acceptance. We need to give more than just enough to meet our 10%. We need to give more than just enough. We need to give out of abundance to God, to our families, to our communities. And so I really want us to just think about what our hearts are saying right now in holy silence. I want you to carry that with you throughout today. What can you give of? What can you let go? What can you release that is holding you back from recognizing the true glory of God? What is holding you back from being truly present with your family? I want you to just pray to God. I want you to let go of it, to release it. You don't need to hold it anymore. It's not in need of you. So let's go ahead and pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Father, I bring before you my friend here. And I ask that we bring the Holy Spirit into this conversation, the great convictor that he is. And I want him to just speak into our hearts the things we are holding higher than you, Lord. What are we holding back from giving to you? What are we holding back from surrendering to you, Lord? I ask that this person, and even myself, that we have the courage to just release this back to you, Lord. To put it on the altar, back up, and step away. Father, I pray for more than enough. More than enough love more than enough finances, more than enough focus for each person to be able to give freely and out of the abundance that you have given them. And to just hand it back to you, Lord, and say, I surrender this. Father, this belongs to you. Father, I thank you for your amazing providence for how much you have given us, even when we don't see it, Lord. I thank you for who you are. You are the good Father. You are a good giver. You give fantastic gifts. Help us to see those gifts today, Lord, to hand them back to you with grace and love and humility. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Well, friend, I hope you've had a wonderful day, and I look forward to seeing you again. 
please be aware that I have also been recording a series of rosaries using the Rosary Litany by Father Looney. I have two of the mysteries uploaded right now, and I'm working on the third, the Sorrowful Mysteries, but you can find the Luminous and the Joyful, I believe. I hope you have a wonderful day. God bless you. Bye-bye.